This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. Emotional wealth combines emotional intelligence with resilience and the understanding that our emotions give us information. It's really important not to shy away from our emotions or to try and close them down because this can have a detrimental impact on our mental well-being and can end up causing us harm. So for anybody who's ever been told they are too sensitive Now is your time to actually own that and celebrate that because you are not too sensitive. You are wonderfully sensitive. You are feeling those emotions and that is a more healthier way to live and to be. To help us to be more emotionally wealthy, we have a set of presuppositions that help to guide us and focus us so that we can start to put things in place to build up that emotional wealth. This series focuses on those presuppositions and asks the question, how does this help us to work with our emotions and increase our resilience? So today's presupposition is we are comfortable being our authentic self. Now, this is all right if we already know who our authentic self is, but so many of our coaching clients and people we work with in businesses when we look at mental well-being can't really clearly identify their authentic self. And the first thing I want to say is, that's okay. Don't worry about that at all. The whole thing about being comfortable with our authentic self is actually knowing when we're more uncomfortable. And that is what really helps. So in this aspect, sometimes knowing what we're not comfortable with is easier to deal with. So, and that's telling us something. But the whole point of this presupposition is that if we are comfortable being our authentic self in all aspects of our life, this will definitely support our emotional wealth. It will support our resilience because we will be able to bounce back quicker from things that happen. You know, it does really support our emotional intelligence with all of that because we are living and breathing who we always should be and who we should be for you know, for all of our time. And what is just a shame is that very often it takes us years and years to actually start to be comfortable with ourselves. 
you know, we start off as ourselves, as children, babies and young children, but then soon learn to adapt our behaviour to those around us, to perform, and I mean perform, because that's what we're doing. We're putting on an act, you know, to fit in, you know, to be, you know, classed as normal in society, whatever that happens to be, because I don't think there's a definition out there that I know would fit anybody. So the whole point of this presupposition is that we need to live our life for who we actually are. Stop putting on an act, stop putting on a performance and just start to be who we are. And those people who accept us are those people who should be in our lives and those who don't well then let that go kind of thing and that is what will support our emotional wealth how does that feel for you Sue? I really love this one I mean I love them all it's just this one's kind of this is what it's about isn't it you know kind of like you said getting into that sort of like well who am I when I'm my authentic self? I'm not even sure I know the answer to that, you know, 100% of the time. And I think I think you're right in what you say. I think so much of how we behave as humans is programming or is expectation of others or is, you know, the, the need to kind of fit in. And I think as well, a lot of it's driven by, you know, the, the kind of the doing of things, you know, the achiever culture, it's kind of it's rather than just being and being okay with sort of where we are and who we are and and I think so I think where our emotions are concerned is like we're in a kind of a conflict aren't we with sort of what we feel like we should and how we perhaps feel we are and feeling as though well my real self doesn't fit with this expectation or this job I've got or this relationship I've found myself in so is that and, then, and in terms of feelings and emotions, it's kind of like, well, so am I doing it wrong? You know, am I do, is it me? You know, and then, then there's kind of like that examination of that, or maybe we're just kind of brushing that under the carpet. We'll just put that in away in a few cupboards and kind of hopefully that won't bother us again. Um, but at some point, you know, I think ultimately as humans, we have a need to be who we really are. I think that's what's at our core, you know, I mean, without getting too philosophical about it, maybe that's why we're here, you know, to sort of, you know, discover that. And I don't necessarily mean that in terms of, you know, lines of work or, or vocation or, but it's just kind of like who we, who are we as a person, you know, what kind of makes us us. Um, and where our feelings are concerned, it's sort of, it's about, being okay with those and accepting those and being at ease with ourselves. Um, I think I've taken this somewhere else. I don't know. I'm not sure if this is making sense. It does make sense to me. Clear. Yeah, really. Yeah. Does. yeah. I think because what you were just talking about, um, it just, it triggered that um, a conversation I'd had with a friend um, a couple of months back about how, her son, um, he's going to be getting checked out for autism. And um, 
you know, they do think he's potentially on that spectrum somewhere. And it the COVID situation has really impacted for him. And she said something to me, and it was something along the lines of, you know, he used to be able to fit in, but now what he's finding is he's not able to act like he expects and like other people expect him to. And this is causing him anxiety because he is no longer able to put that front on. And I just said to her, and you know, it's it is really easy for me to say, and I but I did say to her, I know that's really hard right now. But in the long term, that's got to be better for him that he no longer is putting this front on and that he is being himself because he will find people who, you know, gravitate towards him. You know, he's very creative. You know, he he has got a different view of things and I generate towards people like that automatically. You know, people who are just a bit, wonderfully wacky I call it because it's just it's just a completely different way of thinking that sometimes feels like it's a wacky way of thinking but actually it's it's just really creative and it's fantastic you know so it's like I do genuinely think that at some point it'll be better for him that he's not putting this act on anymore not putting this front on and yeah, he's more able to be accepted and by himself, not just by others, but he's able to accept himself for who he is and that. Because actually, you know what, at the end of the day, that's what really, truly matters, accepting yourself. And that's that's where this comes from. That's why it impacts on our emotions. Because if you don't accept yourself, it's going to be harder for others too, but also it's really going to impact you on you, your emotions, the things that are going to come up. They're giving you that information, like you say. They're giving you that information to say, why? Why are you not being who you really are? And that's what it's doing. Every time we're uncomfortable, every time that, you know, we don't come from, who we truly are, I genuinely think that causes us a problem. You're so right. I was thinking about, you know, what you're saying there in, in the story about your friend's son and, you know, it sort of, it struck me as like, what an effort, you know, he used to be able to fit in, used to be able to, you know, and kind of like what work he must have put in to have to do that. But we all do that, don't we, to a certain extent? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Points in our lives are different for different reasons. You know, mm-hmm. that's not to say that's wrong necessarily. It's kind of, we, it might be a coping mechanism. It might be because we're trying to suss things out. It mm. might be just because we're, you know, particularly when we're younger, we're learning about ourselves, you know, about kind of the kinds of people we want to hang out with and what we're interested in. And so sometimes you find yourself in situations and, you know, or, or, or pursuing certain routes that, and only by doing that do you know whether or not it, it kind of fits with you. But I was thinking about a kind of, you know, if we're continuing that vein, 
you know, think about all the energy that we're expending, you know, by just by doing that. And wouldn't that energy be better spent, you know, or better placed focusing on building up our true selves and building yes. up our resiliency and building up, you know, kind of and checking in with our emotions. And so it's kind of like, on the one hand, it shows our capacity, you know, to be able to adapt and how amazing we are, <laughs> you know, that we can do these things. But actually, you know, think about using that as a resource for something that's going to serve us in a much more kind of, you know, affirmative way, um, you know, and that's going to get us down to our truth, really, somewhere. So in terms of, you know, we often talk about this stuff in terms of building us up or kind of pulling us down and there's scope there to build us up so much more. I think... I, I totally agree with you there. I think what you've just said is is true. It's, you know, why would we stay with things that pull us down? And, and I know that that's maybe our phrasing. It's not maybe a phrasing other people would use. Um, you know, it's something that we understand, but something that makes you less you, less of the person that you are, anything like that, when you gen- when you talk about it, you just go, yeah, why do I do that? But actually, when you're in it, it's very different. I and mean, it can feel like, you know, you need to conform. You need to do this, that or the other. Um, but you don't. You really don't. It's really funny. I've been watching um, an old series of Waterloo Road, which is about a school and there's a person there's a a girl in that obviously an actress in that who um has got Asperger's so um very clever but will take things literally so if she's told to wait outside she was told to wait outside and the headmistress meant the headmistress's office but actually went and stood outside the whole building that kind of thing because that's how she took things literally and it started off with other children, you know, trying to prank her, trying to mess with her because they thought that that was funny until until it came out that actually then she was being really hurt. And she she was just being her. That's all she could be, you know, and, and she was being her. And then what they've realised is actually there's, she's not Asperger's. She's a person, she happens to have aspects, but there's so much more to her than that. And I think that's a lot of sometimes what we think. You know, we're not one thing. We're not just one aspect. We are multidimensional, you know, and so we aren't just one thing to somebody or we shouldn't be just one thing. What we are, we've got so much that we can give and there might be some aspects of our personality that people don't like or don't think we should have or, you know, don't understand. But then if there's others that, you know, that we do, it's about connecting with that. And do you need to understand or is it just about letting them be who they are and just getting on with that? So there's that aspect of it as well. And it's just, and I, when I'm talking about for us, it's about understanding that. If you're able to do that for somebody else, 
then apply that to yourself. So there may be aspects of yourself that you're not comfortable with, but that's not the whole thing of who you are. You're so much more than that. So celebrate the things that you do like. And then if there is something you want to change, change it. But change it because you want to, not because you're trying to conform or you're trying to be like other people. You know, do it because that's who you want to be. That will really support your mental well-being. That will really support you to be able to build your resilience so that you can deal with other things that happen it makes you far stronger just by doing that i like that well i think that's an interesting thing where you're talking about because we do that don't we you know in this search for kind of who we are as our authentic self and i think that okay well once i found that and then i can stick a nice label on it and then i kind of i know what that is but that's we're kind of never finished really are we you know in this sort of like quest for growth and and sort of enlightenment and or you know awareness or whatever you want to call it you know whatever words are meaningful for you um and I think not being fixed on an idea of yourself you know that there's something about getting into your core and getting into kind of like your value system what matters to you those are things that are kind of that are there aren't they those are things that are unlikely to change because they're what make you you um but kind of other things you know other your ideas your opinions your you know all your beliefs you know all that kind of stuff potentially you know there's there's room for those to maneuver there's room for those to grow and develop and so I think it's important with this one that you know we're saying we're comfortable being our authentic self so part of that is about getting to know what that is but also it's not about kind of restricting yourself within that, you know, and putting kind of like a you know, ring fencing that. It's sort of being able to be more of that and to expand that and, you know, and kind of go from there as a place to sort of like a springboard from yeah. which to kind of, you know, have un- other interactions or new experiences or, you know, kind of, have your mind changed, you know, change your opinions, hang out with some different people. Um, because I think those things will kind of en- only enrich us and kind of help to build up. You know, we're talking about building up our capacity for emotional wealth, for resiliency, um, kind of make our lives much more colourful, potentially. Um, I think another aspect for this for me is, you know, thinking about feelings and kind of being... I think when we're being our authentic self we're we're comfortable with ourselves however we are however we need to be on a given day so you know kind of when we maybe have a day where it's sort of we're feeling a bit out of sorts or we're feeling a little bit you know kind of it's I've got a bit of anxiousness or you know a little bit of stress or and and kind of I think when we're being our authentic self we're accepting of that and we're allowing that in, in a way that, you know, is, is okay. We're not just pushing that and dismissing that or, you know, trying to overcome it necessarily. And I think we know the difference between when we need to just be with it and when we might need to change it up a little bit, you know, maybe when we need to, we need a distraction or we need it taken out of ourselves 
Um, and I think when we're comfortable in our own skin, I think we've got more capacity to do that because we don't, we've said this before loads of times, we don't operate, you know, just on an even keel all the time. We're up, we're down, we're here, we're there, we're all over the place. And that's that's emotions, that's that abundance of, you know, um, Speaking of television programs, I'm I'm revisiting um, the Good Place, which I know you've watched. Claire. Yeah, I have. I love um, that. And it was kind of one of the, the character in there, the, the demon Michael. He he refers to. Um, he says, well, "The thing about human beings is I don't understand. There's really only two emotions: anger and confusion." <laughs> 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 and I'd sort of and I've watched this show before, you know. I was, I'm watching it again with kind of like my stepdaughter, and it's sort of and, and I sort of thought about it. She looked at me, and she really laughed because we've been having some conversations about anxiety and about kind of the spectrum of emotions and all this sort of thing. And I sort of thought, yeah, actually, probably, you know, if we were to just break it down, <laughs> kind of sometimes it, it feels a bit like that, doesn't it? But there's much more to it than that. You know, we are, because actually if we just had to deal with anger and confusion, then probably that'd be enough in itself, but it'd be a lot easier in a way, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm kind of going off topic a little bit here, but I suppose what I'm trying to say is there's such a, there's such a myriad of things that we could feel at any one time. And so, and that's okay. And I think when we're being our authentic self, we're kind of, we, rem we remember that. You know, because we're not struggling to try and fit in or to be something else or to kind of, you know, or, you know, I can't behave that way. Mm. And obviously, you know, we need to be in society and we need to be in our jobs, you know, and we, meet, we need to kind of behave <laughs> in an appropriate manner. Um, and we may need to kind of regulate things, but it's about sort of knowing when to give focus to something that's kind of coming up for us. Or, and I think when we're being authentic, we're being true to kind of what we know we need if that makes sense yeah I like that statement say that again when we're being authentic yeah. we're yeah. being true to what we need you thought I couldn't say it again didn't yeah you? I did I thought you'd forgotten already <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no I've asked her to repeat and she's there she's sure like no well, I don't know what I said <laughs> I really like that I do really like that. That is true. It's because we are what you said, we're constantly growing. So what we might have needed last year, the year before, five years ago, we might not need anymore. We might not want anymore. And so we're constantly changing. It's understanding that as well about ourselves that, um, you know, we shouldn't what you said before it because it's not about putting yourself in a box because you were saying it's not about labels it's not and it's not about putting yourself in a box I remember somebody going through I was working with a long time ago going through the Myers-Briggs personality and um going oh well that's why and then every time something came up it was like yeah well I don't do that because I'm not in that box I'm in this box and it's like mm. yeah but you can change because I have you know, on the Myers-Briggs scale, I used to be extrovert, you know, quite a few years ago, but I did. I was I was delivering training a lot. Um, it, I was constantly on, um, you know, and it's, you know, high energy and that kind of thing. And it spilt over into all aspects of my life. And I was, I was a lot more extrovert, where now I'm a lot more introvert. And 
I think I started off introvert, went extrovert, now back to introvert. introvert. So who knows? I may go extrovert again. <laughs> you know, it's one of those. But just because I happen to be introvert doesn't mean to say I can't be, you know, extrovert in some aspects. And it doesn't mean that I will always be introvert. You know, so it isn't about labels, like you say. It's not about putting yourself in a box and going, that's what I am. You know, I think personality types can really help us to understand maybe how we think and feel and then how things can affect us so that we're able to address those. But it's not it's not who our authentic self is. You're right. That's that is about those values that we hold dear. And it's sort of like one of the values that I have is around security. But that changes and has changed over the kind of security that I have. But I and I, I have said this on a previous podcast. One of the things is within my re- relationships. I have to have that security that, you know, I'll be accepted and that they will accept me for who I am. And that is even on my bad days, because we all have them, because I'm not a perfect human being. You know, I'm not perfect by any stretch. Nobody is, you know, so don't sit in judgment on me. Just accept me. And maybe that's coming from somewhere. So and that's the kind of security I need. But then it's it comes up in all different aspects. But it's still a value that I hold, that it's still one of my core values is this security and it's sort of like that that hasn't changed it's just changed how that impacts for me so i think that's key as well and the reason that it's important is because we need to listen to what's coming up so we need to listen to what our emotions are telling us because are they telling us we're not being true to ourselves or are they telling us that maybe we're just not in a good place today or we just need to take some time and self-care, you know, because if it is telling you you're not being who you really are, you're not being true to yourself, then listen to that because that's really important. Listen to it. Get back to who you really are because actually that's what the world needs. The world needs you, your authentic self. 